Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about I Am Not Okay With This, the Netflix original show based on the comic of the same name. We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. It's Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, and here we are again, recording uh, on the computer. Shout out Zoom. Uh, don't hack us, please. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be doing this for probably at least the rest of the month. Uh, who knows how long uh, it will go on. Uh, but, uh, we, we appreciate y'all hanging in there with us. Uh, but before we go any further into the show, uh, we got to, uh, remember our, uh, pickle of the week. Wow. Would you, would you listen to that? That's yeah. great. Brass. That's all I got. That's oh, it. Brass. Hey, that's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. I'm here for it. Um, oh, you know what? I, I guess we're doing our. There's no comics, right? So we're doing uh, our own, uh, our own pickles. Yes. What you doing, Ronnie? Yes. Uh, I am finally starting. Uh, Are you listening? Uh, oh. a book by uh, Tilly Walden. Yes. Yeah. So it should be fun. I'm excited to read it. I bought it a couple months back, so I'm excited. So yes. Um, this week, uh, I am. Actually, I just read uh, yesterday, so I don't know if this counts. But uh, I was reading, um, what do you call it? Neonomicon, the Alan Moore uh, oh, Love, cool, Lovecraft stuff. I've read it before, but, you know. You uh, rereading books. Well, you know, like, I've been running Call of Cthulhu online for customers, and I want, I've been in a Cthulhu mood. So, Word. dude, the one I'm running tonight is wild. Oh, uh, yeah? Yes. Cool. Yes. Dilly, what about you? Well, if we can use what we just read, then I read I'm not okay with this. But, oh, wow. oh, yeah. Um, nice. I have this big X Men Inferno omnibus that I want to get through. Oh, I'm working okay. on. Nice. The old, the old Inferno stuff. It's huge and diluted and a lot of work, but I'm determined. Wow. Who who wrote Inferno? Everyone. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, we still don't we still don't know when new comics are going to be coming out. Uh, stay tuned to us. We'll we'll let you know as soon as we know more. Uh, but this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us out and it helps new people find the show. It will help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So please do us a favor and go to it. Uh, We'll see what happens, uh, you know, with these power rankings, right? How, how many new movies are we actually going to get to review this year? I guess we'll get to that with Zero. the news, right? We're already um, done with the power rankings. Yeah, power Just rankings. Just score it now. Yeah, right? Wait, how many more? Reveal winner next week. Yeah, right? Um, wow. Okay, so... What do we get through, like, four movies? Uh, how, I'm trying to remember. I don't even, I've already forgotten the list. We got through at least five, right? No. Yeah, Bloodshot, Harley Quinn, Sonic, Sonic. Really, really a bunch of winners. I mean, Harley Quinn was good. Um, I feel like we're missing one though. Let me uh, check. Harley Harley Quinn's about to sweep at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, what else? What I mean, was Bloodshot gonna win? Yeah. No. Um, oh. The Hunt. The, the, that that, that didn't list. come out in theaters. Oh. I know. That was no no this oh. and and you know like Marty Scorsese said you know if it doesn't get a theatrical release it's not a real movie you know Marty Scorsese like the Irishman yeah just hey it, it was in theaters kind of uh so anyway moving on to events um it's all canceled um except for my hey, stuff so we did we did three movies <laughs> we did three Sonic Sonic yep. one shot and Harley Quinn yep right all right so all events are canceled uh. I'll bet rock events are canceled in person. Um, however, every Friday I am running Keyforge on the Discord on our Discord server. You can join that on our uh, Twitter page. It's in our bio. Uh, our Twitter is BRC Uncanny. Make sure you join it on there. Follow us. Do the whole thing. Um, and it's great. We had 19 players this week. It was crazy. I'm expecting more this coming week. Uh, and we're also on our Discord running two to four RPGs a week. Uh, which is really fun. We're doing uh, this week. I, well, by the time this comes out, 
uh, I will have already run Call of Cthulhu on Monday, so you missed out on that. Uh, but as of this recording, there's two spots left open for Thursday's Delta Green game. And tonight, Wednesday night, uh, we are playing Parsley for free. Uh, the other games require a purchase uh, from our website. Uh, and if you go to the website, make a purchase of any size. Uh, enter promo code UNCANNY at checkout. <gasps> That's right. And we made it. And that alerts the back room to, uh, to hold your purchase for pickup until we reopen the store. So that you don't have to pay shipping on a pack of dice or whatever it is that you're buying. Um, but yeah, anyway, so stay tuned. Every Saturday, I'm putting the schedule out for the following week. It looks like pretty much every Monday I'm going to be running Cthulhu at, at 7 o'clock. And I'm going to be running some really wild stuff. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's going to be really fun. Um, I think that's, that's it, right? <laughs> Dylan, we have any events? Nope. Yeah, yeah it's all canceled. Um, and uh, yeah, since the stay at home has extended to April 30th, uh, Bedrock won't be reopening until at least April 30th. Or is it yeah, May, May 1st? 1st? May 1st, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we will be closed at least through April thirtieth. We don't know yet. Um, what about uh, surprising so, amount of people don't know that we're that we're closed? I know that's wild to me. It's like very surprising. I know all of our listeners. All of our listeners do. I'm sure. Yeah, they do. Since we have the smart, the smart people here. That's right. You know. Ooh, man. So I went up to the store. Uh, this is you know what this is tying to what I done did. Uh, so I went up to the store. Uh, I don't know, this weekend sometime, Saturday, I think, to re-record the answering machine message to let everybody know that we were going to be closed through the 30th. And when I got there, uh, I the phone started to ring as soon as I'm unlocking the door. And usually that means that that's either um, the store manager, Leanne, or Mike, the general manager, because they get alarm notifications letting us know we've turned the alarm off, right? So right. it was not. It was a customer. And the guy goes, oh, uh, y'all are open? It's like, no, you just got really lucky. I'm only here for five minutes. What's up? And uh, yeah. that was that. It was wild. People still called. Yeah. We had messages on the machine. Like, Yeah, so me and the Watch Boys went to uh, the store on Friday. And we got probably 15 calls. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. About what? Yeah, about what? Most, most people were asking if we were open. Uh, there were some that asked if we were still doing curbside. Um, and then there was one guy that was looking for uh, Edward Norton Hulk figures. Okay. And the first appearance of Gambit. So there you go. Hey, we got That's one of those. Specific. Specific. Or we did. Actually, I'm sure it's over at Westheimer now. Um, yeah, I'm sure everything's at Westheimer. So what else did I done did? Uh, That's it. I played a lot of stuff online. I played a lot of the, the games this week, ran them. Helped uh, all the GMs get set up. A lot of that kind of stuff. Word. Yeah. What about you, Rami? What you done did? What did uh, uh, the other night, uh, I was reading, I was finishing uh, one of my other books. I decided to put some background noise on. And I uh, put on Rush Hour 2. Oh, word. I saw that. So I decided to just watch Rush Hour 2. <laughs> How'd that go? It was fantastic. I love Rush Hour 2. <laughs> I don't. What happens in Rush Hour 2? <laughs> I don't know if uh, I'm that's not, when that's when Chris Tucker's character takes a vacation and goes <laughs> Hong Kong with yes, uh, with Jackie Chan's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then, remember that one. They don't really. He don't really. He's not on vacation because he has to work. So yeah, it's fantastic. And then wow. Channing, obviously. Right. Did they ever make a third one? Oh, you know they did. <laughs> hmm. Aren't they making another one? No, I think they. I think they were talks about it. I don't think it's actually they. Like last year, they were talking but, about it. Well, that, that yeah, I feel like it was a couple years ago. But hey, I'm down. I'll watch another one. I mean, I will too. I loved that crap when I was, you know, however old. No, I was love it now, Michael. Love it now. When did Rush Hour Two? When did those movies come out? Is that early two thousand? Uh, Rush late Hour 90s? Two came out in two thousand one. Wow. Yep. It's crazy. Look at that. Wow. It's wild. So what Ron Dunn did with his uh, time at home is watch Rush Hour 2. Keep I mean, that was current. one of my nights. It was one of my nights. It was a fun night. What about you, Dilly? What you done did? I've been watching a lot of TV, yeah. as usual. Um, did I Are talk about Tiger out? King last week? Um, I don't think so. I there, haven't watched there's it. There's almost no point in talking about it because everyone has seen it or talked about yes. it. Right. Everybody definitely has seen it. Have y'all, have y'all watched it? 
Nope. No, I have not. <gasps> the only two people. Yeah, no, right? th- At this point, I'm not watching it because everybody told me about it. So I forgot. Ron has that rule. If it's popular, right. it's yeah, a he has no. to find that's it himself. Not, that's not true. That's not to, true. You have to trick Ron. I think you just himself. admitted it. He did. I almost watched it, but then Laura and John were watching it in the living room, and I was like, "Well, now I'm just watching it piece by piece." Like I'll, I'll pop in and be like, "Ooh, that look crazy," and then I just pop out. So it's good though. You should watch. It. It's like don't f with cats, but it's like kind of the same thing as that. If you like one, you like the other. It's, but it's ten episodes though. No, it's not that long. I think it's maybe six or something. Oh, I thought it was long. All right. But um, what else have I watched? I watched a show on Hulu. You know how FX is all on Hulu now? Yeah, boy. They have that's um right. this. There's this show that's currently airing called Devs. Have you guys heard of it? No. What's that? Like developers? Yeah. Um, D E V S. It has. Yeah. Um, it's by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina and oh. Annihilation. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And it's about this like billion dollar tech company who's created a predictive technology, which has been done before, you know. Sure. But um, they, I don't want to spoil the, fr- I'll spoil the first episode. They bring in this new guy who's like been promoted to the devs, which is like the secret team that no one really knows about at this tech company. There's like maybe 10 people who work there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the guy, it turns out the guy that they promoted is a Russian spy and he's trying to steal the code. So they kill him. But um, his girlfriend who didn't know he was a spy or anything, um, who also works for the company is now like trying to take them down from the inside, you know, but they're like, it's conspiracy intrigue. It's really beautiful. It stars. Um, what's the guy, what's Ron from parks and rec. What's the actor's name again? Ron Swanson. Um, yeah. Oh God. I, whoever's, you know who I'm talking about though. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah, but it has him in it. It's really good. Uh, I think there's, oh yeah, 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 Nick Offerman. I think there's six episodes is currently airing, so you can jump right in. It's a perfect binge show. Well, are you watching? Um, Are you watching Dave on Netflix though? No, because Dave is devs. But Dave, are you watching it? Yeah, Lil Dicky. Yeah, of course. I love Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. That's a Lil Dicky show. That show is is hilarious. No, it's hilarious. It's fantastic. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's surprisingly sounds, very funny. That sounds great. I like. Lord. I also finally finished Outsider. Oh, oh cool. okay. So, I think I did that last week, but I forgot to talk about it. But okay, what do you think? Wow, it was really good. Okay. It was a slow burn, but I remember asking Michael, like, "Is there anything supernatural in this show?" Like, you don't know anything for the first few episodes, but like, sure. there definitely is. Oh, absolutely. Cool. All right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's that. really good, though. I, I want to read. Should I read it, Michael? Yes, the book is really good. Book's really enjoyable. I need to watch the show, so I don't know like how much is different, but um, I, I should watch the show. It's good. Um, but let's get into the news. Um, so we've talked. We've been talking about release dates and movies, right? Um, Black Widow, Mulan, Black Widow and Mulan, excuse me, land uh, new twenty twenty release dates, and uh, sad Jungle Cruise has been delayed a year, guys. Oh. No. Uh, well, maybe that means it can be on our... No, actually, there's no way it'll be on the 20, 2021 Power Rankings. That list is going to be stacked. Um, Hopefully. Disney has made sweeping changes to its 2020 and 2021. 2020. Uh, theatrical release calendar amid the coronavirus pandemic. Um, Mulan has decided to open, apparently, on July 24th. Um, used to be Jungle Cruise's date, which got pushed back a full year. Black Widow's new home is November 6th, which used to belong to Eternals which Dylan was completely right on that. So basically everything got moved back um, a slot, mm-hmm. it seems. So now Shang-Chi is the big summer movie next year. Let's go. Yeah, that's the, I think that's a weird silver lining. I think that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. It's supposed to be in February, right? But now it's, uh, now it's the May movie. And now um, Black Panther is the big May movie for 2022. Interesting. That's pretty cool, too. And Captain Marvel got a new date. Yep. Um, July 2022. Yep, that's pretty cool. Um, other changes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds 
movie Free Guy uh, is being pushed back from July to December. I don't even know what that is. That's the, He's like, like the video game. Oh, God. He's you stuck know, in a game. I don't want to watch that. I mean, we're going to. Yeah. Searchlight and list. Wes Anderson's specialty offering, The French Dispatch, is vacating its July 24th release date and will now uh, stride. Who wrote this? Will now stride into theaters on October 26th, closer to award season. <gasps> so, Did you all see the trailer for this? Yes. Nope. It looks really good. It I does. Think. I like Wes Anderson, so like the like Do the true pedophile that I am. Of course, I feel like Wes Anderson is like the pe- for people who don't actually like movies but like to pretend that they like movies. You know, you're like, oh yeah, have you seen the Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah, I love Grand Budapest Hotel or whatever. Rushmore uh, is my favorite. We need to we need to do a spotlight on him. I would love that. Would that be dope? Has Ron ever seen those movies? Any of those? I've seen. A West Anderson movie, yeah. Royal Tenenbaums, Rushmore, Fabulous Life of Steve Zisso, any of those? No. Hmm. Maybe you haven't. Mm. I've seen it. All right. I'm going to look it. All right. Um, other delayed titles um, uh, are don't have dates. The Personal History of David Copperfield, Antlers, which is too bad, <gasps> Woman in the Window, and The New Mutants. Coming <laughs> soon mutants. to streaming. Then Dylan will finally win. Please. Um, also Artemis Fowl this is, this is really interesting to me Artemis Fowl will no longer be released in theaters it is going straight to Disney Plus that is rough uh, it must be bad right it's got to be bad right but I mean this was supposed to be the launch of a franchise right this was supposed to be a big deal for them yeah but maybe it's better this way than they wasted money with a theatrical release for something that was going to tank and just put it on they can stop advertising and just dump it on Disney Plus. But I think if they yeah, had any sure. faith in it, they would have yeah. done the video on demand thing for a couple of weeks before Disney Plus. Like they did it with Onward, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at least makes at least make some money off of it. Are but there numbers like, for that? Nope. Do we know like no. how well any of these movies have done? You can see their ranking on on iTunes, but you can't like tell how much sure. they've made or anything. Hmm. Okay. I like I'm really curious how a movie like Bloodshot did you know like yeah i wish we got numbers for that because i i feel like it did better than it would have but right who knows um morbius ghostbusters uh, morbius and ghostbusters afterlife and uncharted uh have all been pushed back um only winners see. yeah right morbius was supposed to come out in july it's now coming out march 2021 rip uh, Ghostbusters really? is moving from July of this year to also March of next year. Jeez, wow! Sony is just like is just trying to own March with, I guess. Okay, that's so weird. Okay, and then Uncharted was supposed to come out sometime this year, but it's now coming out to uh, October 2021. That movie wouldn't come out this year. I know. And Peter Rabbit too has moved from <laughs> oh, August no. of this year to January of next year. Really, where all the good movies come out in January. <laughs> January. (laughs) Well, Uncharted, Uncharted was supposed to start filming, but I think like after the first day of filming, they shut down or something. That's Tom Holland said something about that. Well, because it's bad. Well, we're gonna go organize a uh, Peter Rabbit two screening January, right? Oh yeah, because we went to go see the first. We're gonna bring blackberries. Yeah, you didn't see the first one. We yeah yeah I was there. We saw it at uh, Dunville. No, not Dunville. We saw it at the Marquee. You, me, Austin, Dylan. All right. I thought you was there. No, no, no. There was another kids movie that that y'all saw that I didn't see. Did y'all go see Sherlock Gnomes or something like that? Oh, no, it was Show Dogs. Show Dogs. Show Dogs. No, I missed Show Dogs. You missed out. Did I? Did I? Mm -hmm. Um, This this one's kind of a big blow. Candyman has pushed back, uh, been pushed back to September uh, as well, which is too bad because I'm really looking forward to this. I mean... I know. It got pushed back to later this year, though. So that's I know. Not terrible. I mean, it's done. So. Oh yeah. Um, it was slated. It was slated to open in June, um, and now it's in September. So that's not too bad, I guess. Uh, and other power rankings news: Top Gun Maverick is pushed back to Christmas. So now it's an Oscar movie. Uh, as A Quiet Place Two moves to Labor <laughs> Day weekend. Um, Top Top Gun was supposed to be out June twenty fourth, and it's now December twenty third. Wow, that's like super Christmas movie. Okay. 
and some the Chris yeah. the Chris Pratt sci-fi movie uh to the Tomorrow War is now undated. So that means we got to see That sounds so generic. Yeah, I know. We got to see Top Gun the week of Christmas. I'm not. No, we don't. No, I'm, I mean, not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to ruin no. my holiday season. I mean, that. yeah. That can be a, that can be a uh, a two two person podcast with you and Matt. It's just me and Matt. So it's a one. I mean, we don't show have to see it on Thursday. Well, I mean, realistically, yeah, no, that's the only day to see it because if you don't want to see it Christmas Eve, so because you have to see it Friday, or, so Christmas is Sunday that year. Okay, this year. Okay, interesting. Thursday the best day. Maybe I'll go. I, I do the I do the twenty second. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anything after that, I don't want to see it. And uh, SpongeBob, SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run oh, was no. delayed from May. To July, no. In minions, Ron, are you bummed? Minions yeah, I'm too. Bummed. Minions: The Rise oh. of Gru has been pushed back a full year. <laughs> oh my! Oh God. wow! A full year. A full year That's to crazy. July 2021. 20, Twenty twenty one. Twenty one. Now, in in actual like news, uh, AMC theaters <laughs> may be unable to survive uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic and could be forced to close down. Um, that's kind of wild, you. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's kind of. I don't, I. I don't buy that. Like, I don't think. I think the worst that might happen is they're forced to sell, or they'll file for bankruptcy. Right. You know. Yeah, there, I, I think there's there like five billion dollars in debt, something crazy, because they've acquired a bunch of things recently. Right. Just trying to stay ahead, you know. I mean, I also and feel I like know. That, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I know a list just became profitable like very recently so they weren't like making a ton of money off of that either you know they were losing right. a lot hmm. um so it says here um amc's entertainment credit rating has been downgraded from a b to a ccc minus and that means uh default is imminent with little prospect of recovery um quote we expect amc entertainment holdings uh, uh theaters will remain closed beyond june due to the impact of the global coronavirus pandemic uh, we do not believe AMC has sufficient resources of liquidity to cover its expected negative cash flows past midsummer. Now, I don't know. I I get I get it, but I think like they would. I mean, what we're, what are they having to pay for? Like they furloughed all their employees, rent. Like I feel like at that point, yeah. the landlord's got to be cool, right? I mean, well, I feel like I think the, the problem is that in a bunch of debt, you know, and they're oh, not being sure. able to pay it off. I don't know. I feel like in this time there needs to be some sort of like sweeping, uh, you know what, just everyone's good. You know, just don't be a jerk. Don't, don't try to charge rent for places that are closed. And yeah, that would be you know, great. Like, come on, be reasonable. I know it's like people need to like be human during this time, you know? Right. I was talking you know to a, si- a side story. That's crazy. Sure. Last week. So I have a car that just sits in the garage cause I don't yes. drive it. Um, they put a tow sticker on it, my the apartment complex. Wow, because it's because like has an because it has an expired sticker. Oh, okay. And I was like, can y'all calm down? So I had to go out there and wash it, and then email them like a sassy, like a sassy email. And they were like, okay, well, we'll we'll wait then. It's fine. But I was like, come on, like, are you guys so bored that you're just towing driving cars around now? looking at stickers? Yeah, yes. It's not hurting anybody, right? I mean, you're you're a rent paying tenant. I mean, why no. can't you not have a spot? But um, I was talking to um, uh, one of my one of the players in my vampire game who DMs for us. Uh, she does payroll uh, for Star Cinema Grill, and she was gives a little bit of insight into what AMC is going through, but on a smaller scale. She's like, we still have vendors trying to collect money, like even though we're closed. It's like, it's like I'm dealing with this every day of people calling and saying, we don't have to pay all of it. Maybe just 50%. It's like, that's wild, dog, dude. we don't have revenue. What do you want? Bro, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's pretty insane. To, I mean, anybody who's in the Houston area knows star cinema grill. It's a, it's a uh, relatively local um, Texas only chain. They have one or two in like Chicago, I think, but they currently only have five active employees and she is one of them. Everyone else is wow. furloughed. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, 
but yeah, so I really hope we don't see AMC go down. I'm sure we won't. At the very least, someone will buy it. Because there's all these buildings, you know, like the infrastructure is there. Right. I don't think it would just disappear, but what if, I think they might have to make changes. I don't know. What if Edwards bought it? No. Mm. No. Now they're going to have to get um, Regal Unlimited. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I would be... I'd be fine with that. Um, so have y'all, so speaking of that, have y'all canceled y'all's AMC A-list? Or? No, it's on pause. They, they're not I taking anybody's money right now. No. no I, know. I put no. it on pause like right after Bloodshot, like before they officially paused it. Interesting. No, I haven't done it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this whole thing, like this is a little selfish, but I'm hoping that it somehow leads to luxury recliners at Dunvale. Oh, man. It doesn't make sense because they're losing money, but yeah, I hope, I like, maybe someone work. will buy it. Maybe like I pick will swoop in and be like, and buy it and be <laughs> yeah, like, okay. oh, this theater. Why is this one Houston theater trash? So like, let's let's make it better. You never know. Well, see, what I do is I, I I would rather have a singular company buy out AMC and not like they all get like these little fee bought out by different. Like, I pick oh, oh like this part of Houston and you know like. I don't like that. I agree. I, I don't want, I like the subscription service that we can use anywhere, you know? Right. Um, but uh, anyway, DC Comics has postponed new comic book releases until the end of the month. Um, after, after likely receiving backlash from retailers concerned about their future, it's now been confirmed that titles slated to release digitally on April 1st have now been pushed back to April 29th. Uh, likely receiving backlash. That's really kind. Yeah, right. Yes, that is very kind. They were receiving... Very significant backlash. Yep. Hella, hella backlash. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they, 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 uh, they got comments turned back on and, or whatever. Oh, did they? I don't know. That size of them. Um, Actually, no, I don't think they do. Um, well, we talked about this last week. Yeah, we and did. We all, predicted, we all predicted that this would happen. Of course. You know? It had to. Yeah, they were crazy to think they could let that go. Right. Um, Netflix I looked and, it up oh. and sorry, streaming problems. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I looked it up and the sales for comics it's ninety percent physical and ten percent digital. Okay, so it makes sense that if the physical market gets pissed off, that you have to cater to them. You know. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, DC Comics has now I'm sorry, wrong article Netflix, new Ghost in the Shell series uh, drops its final trailer which I don't remember seeing any previous trailers so um, this is the first one for me this is Ghost in the, Ghost in the Shell uh, SAC 2045 is the name of the series uh, it has, its, uh, has a unique art style it's an animated series uh, what do y'all think about this? I know Ron's familiar with it, right? The art style? Did you follow that artist on Ilya Kusinov or whatever on on his yeah, too? Yeah, 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 I do, I do. I didn't know this is this is uh, their art style. It's super dope. But no, I like yeah, it. You can kind of tell. Uh, you can kind of tell even by that frame, you know, by the face and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an artist yeah. that Ron and I really like who's doing the art direction for the show. Who's I think the they even are like shouted out. Ilya I L Y A like Kusinov is like a, it's like a Russian name. Okay, cool. It's this it's this dude. He's really talented. But so I like the art style. I'm not sure how I feel about the CGI because yeah, it looks kind of like um PlayStationy, you know. Mm-hmm. So like the like character this... design is good. Right, I agree with you. <laughs> so so I like the CGI, uh, but it, I feel like it takes away from the the old Ghost of the Cell aesthetic, you know. Right. Just the the drawn backgrounds. And, yeah. So uh, we'll see. I'm sure it's this was a, it was only a one minute trailer. It's hard to tell, you know. Mm-hmm. But it comes out during the shutdown, so I will definitely watch it. I have no excuse right. not to. Yeah. No. Yeah. We we have no excuse not to watch anything cool or noteworthy, right? That's I watch all the. I watch all the Ghost in the Shell stuff, so I'm pretty excited. But yeah, Ron's right; that is um, all. Like, because I have not watched. I haven't watched very much. Anything. Yeah, I've, I should be. But I've what are y'all playing. doing? I'm so. I, uh, I need like a journal from y'all. Um. Okay. I've okay. been watching Dexter. Oh, Dexter's great. Wait, why didn't you season, say that? Season three of Dexter. 
Wait till that last season when it sucks, though. Season season three, that's the uh, that the one with John Lithgow. Sure. The older guy. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. <laughs> who's who's the villain? Do you remember? There is no villain at the moment. They're just okay. doing like a like villain of the weeks almost. Oh. Okay. It's with I, the it's where they he kills the um, he kills the cop's brother early on in the season. Okay. And then uh they're dealing with all that stuff. Oh, it's the one with Jimmy Smith's with uh the assistant district attorney where he plays uh yes. Miguel Prado. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah, like, yeah, dog, look at you, boy. No, that's Wikipedia dog. That's I mean, but oh, I remember it. Just but I remember it. it. <laughs> all right. All uh right. he's a good character. Anyway, Dexter's nah, great. Last season sucks, but you know what can you do? Um it's it's still worth watching, but uh, anyway. Oh, so yeah. But back to what Dylan was saying. A journal of what we do. Most of my day is spent with uh, hanging out with Lori, Animal Crossing, and me too. Getting ready for games. Because last week we've I had something, or Bedrock had something six nights of the week. You know, so we had uh, yeah Cthulhu Monday. We had you know blah 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 games every day. So getting ready for that, helping the DMs get situated to be able to run a game on Discord because it's very different running a game voice only. Um, so trying to get everybody situated with that and then running Keyforge and it's it's something. Word. Yes. Um, but Snowpiercer moves up its series premiere date, uh, debuts intense new teaser trailer. Are, are we excited for the Snowpiercer TV series? Yes, sir. I feel like we've been talking about this show for like two years now. Well, we talked about it when we did the Snowpiercer movie. Mm-hmm. Funny um, enough, I just rewatched that movie too. So. Oh, it's a good movie. It is a good really? movie. Really? It's all yeah. Uh, Haley had so rewatched it. Nice. Um, and I know it's not on our little news list, but um, Train to Busan uh, sequel is coming out. Yep, and that's exciting. It has Train a- to Busan. <laughs> no. What's it called? It has like it's like just with a P, right? I don't know. I don't remember. Either way, uh, Titans Barbara Gordon confirmed to make her. I'm sorry, uh, Titans news. Barbara Gordon confirmed to make her debut during season three as Oracle. Uh, Peninsula. Peninsula. Thank you. I was gonna say Pangea, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, Parabella. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Parabella. During a Q and A, Titan cinematographer Boris. Uh, yep. Boris revealed that the popular DC Comics character would make her debut during the next run of episodes, but she won't be suiting up as Batgirl. Uh, instead, Bab- Babs will adopt the Oracle <laughs> mantle she took on in the comics after being paralyzed by the Joker in The Killing Joke. Cool. That's cool. I mean, is it. Y'all, I know y'all love the show, so. Uh, Dwight's oh, we love a huge it so fan. much. I love it so much. Dwight loves Titans. I don't know why. I watched season two, and I'm pretty sure I'm done. But I said that after season one also, so we'll see. You'll, but, you'll oh, watch you're, definitely, you're definitely watching this. It reached new lows, though, in season two, which I feel like anyone who even likes the show can admit, you know, that, that finale yeah, but, was pretty bad. But you like CW shows? I only watch one CW show right now. <laughs> okay. How dare you? <laughs> Don't talk about Katie Keene that way. Wow. Oh, you know, is that what you're watching? That's it. And even that's like on pause. So currently I watch no CW shows. Thank you. Ooh. I'm an, I'm an adult now. Are you doing? I'm proud of you, boy. No, um, not really. The Suicide Squad director, James Gunn, promises a new take on Harley Quinn. Uh, during a Twitter Q&A, uh, he described his version of Harley Quinn as, quote, exploding Paul Dini-esque. Um, uh, that's a direct reference to one of the creators behind the animated series. So, uh, all right. Whatever. I don't they're they're going to try and like reinvent her too much, you know? Of course. Yeah. I don't, no. want, I don't want them to let certain fans rewrite the, the character. Like, she already took like a huge step forward from the first Suicide Squad to Birds of Prey, you know? Right. So it would be, it, oh. it would suck to see like a step backward, like reduced to, Paul, no offense, but like Paul Dini-esque. I know he made the character. He really made it like what people love, you know? But yep. there's aspects of that kind of character that I don't like, and I know some people don't like. So I hope they take the good parts and leave the like doting girl 
girlfriend parts you know like we don't need that no um i mean she clearly won't be back with joker but we'll see uh x-men profile avatars finally arrive on disney plus uh as animated series revival speculation mounts so uh no these are the kind of news that this is the kind of news we get in quarantines uh there's some profile pictures Mm -hmm. that you can use at disney plus now um big news big news uh but it's you know Hey, this is big news for me, okay? I know. So who'd you pick? There's a lot to unpack here. Oh, no. Jean Grey, obviously. Oh, I didn't... Well, I don't know who they have. There's like 10 of them, maybe. Oh, wow. It's it's just all the characters from the animated series. Mm -hmm. But they all have like updated looks, kind of. Like their costumes are a little bit different. They they look like video game character select options to Mm -hmm. me. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think I would normally... If it was just from the show i would be like oh that's nothing but i don't know it's like where are these designs from it's this is an existing art that anyone's ever seen before right so i'm like what is this and it's interesting to note that they're not in the marvel section it's like marvel and then x-men is separate really i don't know what that means but i'm okay with it um edgar wright is set to direct uh, adaptation of simon stevenson's android love story set my heart to five Described as a robot love story, the novel has quite a synopsis. Here we go. Set in 2054, it focuses on Jared, an andro- a quote, android that works as a dentist as he goes underground. What? I'm sorry. As he goes and as he undergoes, undergoes. An, emo- undergoes an emotional awakening that is sparked by an in- introduction to 80s and 90s movies. He then embarks on a quest to convince humans that he is kind and should be permitted to feel. It is a quest that leads to an unforgettable adventure across the West Coast of America, determined to meet the programmer that created him and write a film script that will change the world. Oh, yeah, boy, let's go. Okay. So, book club? I'll read that. Yeah, definitely. And I love Edgar Wright. I like an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah. yeah, I'm here for that. That sounds great. It sounds, it sounds perfect for him. Oh, yeah, that sounds just so up his alley. Um, I'm scared that it'll be a little bit. I hope it's not like too ready player one y, you know? It, it sounds like it hits those vibes. Um, I hope not. No, I is the book also called Set My Heart to Five? I think so. Okay, either way. Um, that's cool. Um, I, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. Okay. Obi Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series finds a new writer in King Arthur Legend of the Sword, Scribe. Uh, Joby Harold. Um, all right, they have a new writer. Wait, is that the King Arthur Legend of the Sword? Is that the? Uh... No, no, no. It is not. What? What's that one then? What's King Arthur Legend of the Sword? I don't know. Hmm. Wait, isn't that the the Guy Ritchie one? Yeah, the one that Ron likes. No, it can't be. Is it? Is that what it is? The yeah. one with this boy. Charlie? Oh, it definitely is. All right, my bad. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely is. I knew it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to love this movie. I'm going to love this show, Bet. He's also the writer for Zack Snyder's next movie, Army of the Dead. Um, but I think this is interesting because remember, a few, maybe a couple months ago, we talked about how the show was put on pause and everyone was fired. Right. Um, yes. And Ewan McGregor was like, it's no big deal. Like, we're just, we just have to, like, punch up the script. Like, we just have to, like, do a couple of rewrites. Right. But now, like, cut two, they've fired the writer and, like, are bringing in a whole new writer. So I feel clearly that they tossed out the old scripts and they're like, let's well, do this now. It's probably for the best, I guess. Sure. I know, but they, everyone tried to play it off. Like it was nothing like the show is fine. It's great. Like it's not a big deal. This happens all the time, but well, I mean, you and McGregor was never going to be the one that says, uh, Hey, the, the sky is falling, but I feel like you, he could have said like, we're taking longer than we thought just because we wanted to be perfect. You know? Right. It's not um, that hard. Transformers director Michael Bay signs a multi-year hey. film and TV deal with Sony Pictures. Um, Michael Bay, credited with Transformers and Six Underground, will soon be uh, bringing his explosive directorial style to Sony Pictures. <laughs> the divisive like filmmaker has signed a multi-year first look deal with the studio to produce both film and TV projects. Deadline's report doesn't mention whether he would also direct, but we assume it's a strong possibility. Six underground. Let's go, boys. Did y'all see that? No, no right? No. It's that bad Netflix movie that I went to a pre-screening for. That you got oh, a yeah, Best Buy yeah, yeah. gift card for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
Everyone's everyone's done with him, right? Nope. Why? Like, what is he? I don't know. I don't. People love Transformers. I mean, they didn't love Bumblebee. I love Bumblebee, but it didn't do very well. I know he didn't do that one. Yeah. See. Yeah. Avengers Endgame star Don Cheadle reportedly playing the villain in Space Jam 2. Let's I'm over go, Space boys. Jam 2 news. This movie's not happening. <laughs> there is no Space Jam It sounds Jam like a 2. randomly generated sentence. It is. Yes. It definitely is. Yes, it definitely is. Space Jam 2 has been, quote, coming out since I was in high school. This movie's not going to happen. I don't buy it. It is. Hey, man, LeBron James. LeBron. Is it LeBron He's James actor. now? He's gonna be. He's the Michael Jordan of the of the show. Uh, sure. I mean, all right. He's already um, he, he's already an actor from Trainwreck. I didn't yeah, see Trainwreck. That's right, bro. You haven't seen Trainwreck. That's nope. gonna be good. Um, so that's to be a quarantine watch. Okay. The Flash is in it. No, my my next quarantine watch that isn't for the show is gonna be Booksmart. We don't talk about oh, Ezra boy, Miller anymore. Go. Why? What did he do? You didn't. He was trending all day today. You didn't see. No, oh, no, fam, I've been off the internet. What do you do? Ezra Miller got canceled. Oh, oh no. no. Uh, there's a video of him. Um, like some female fan approached him, you know, outside of a bar in Iceland. And then he like choked her and slammed her to the ground. Oh, oh my Lord. Wow. Really? He didn't like slam her hard, but he like grabbed her by the neck and threw her to the ground. Yep. All right. So Ooh, it was five hours ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, sorry, Flash movie. That's not oh. happening anymore. Okay. Oh, well, well uh, writer Jeff Lovin- Loveness. <laughs> uh, is that a Ugh. Okay. Writer Jeff Loveness to pin Ant-Man sequel for Disney slash Marvel. Um, he uh, has written on shows including Rick and Morty, Miracle Workers, <gasps> and Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, he is also, I'm sorry, he has signed on to write a screenplay for the third installment of Ant-Man franchise, which has Peyton Reed returning to direct. No no word on when the film will go into production and the studio has yet to release an official date. All right. I think this is next after Captain Marvel. I could be wrong, but sure. I think this I is the next one down the pipeline. I don't watch Rick and Morty. I don't know what Miracle Workers is and I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel Live, so I'm not familiar with this. So you're a big fan. Huge. Huge. But Rick and Morty, though. I'm still bummed that I'm Peyton a Reed is coming back. But I will. Oh. The director. I feel like he's the most boring Marvel director. He did all three and, of them, though. Yeah, he did Ant Man one, but I feel like everything interesting in that was from Edgar Wright. Oh uh, yeah, maybe so, huh? I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Right. It's just like he's very much like a Phase One, like vanilla director with no. Wow. Like ambition. Maybe he'll, like, maybe he'll vision, spice vision, up the film. You know. Maybe he'll spice it. Maybe. Maybe spice it. Up. We'll see. Uh, Amazon Prime Video and South by Southwest to stream content from Coronavirus Cancelled Festival. This is kind of huge. Um, so Amazon Prime and South by Southwest have teamed up to, uh, to launch Prime Video Presents, the South by Southwest, South by Southwest 2020 Film Festival Collection. I'd to go live later this month. The initial, I'm sorry, the initiative was hatched uh, as a way to give exposure to films slated to premiere at the Austin-based fil- uh, film festival before the red carpet hopes were dashed when the festival got cancelled because of the coronavirus. Uh, Amazon is offering the widest opportunity for eyeballs. Uh, the program will be made available free to audiences with or without a prime membership. Uh, that is uh, all that is needed is a free Amazon account. Filmmakers will, will receive a fee for their participation. That is That's super awesome. cool. That's, That's very exciting. So there's a bunch and there's a bunch of really cool stuff that was supposed to come out at South by. So very cool. Um, green so, night. But, but we don't know. Yeah. Green night. Green night is absolutely what, I'm most excited for on that list. Most definitely. Um, but uh, stay tuned for that. We'll have more info on that when the list is actually revealed. Um, I'm fingers crossed for Green Knight because then we're doing a Green Knight episode. That's happening. Um, I also have something here written in a 72 point font that says Apex Legends news. Boys, let's go. Let's go. There's a Bloodhound event coming out tomorrow, as in uh, yesterday when this record. When this comes out, is my favorite character Bloodhound. Okay, so there's, a, oh, there's awesome. an event. Yeah, 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 they're changing the map and doing a oh, whole wow. bunch of other stuff. It's, it's were they adding rain stuff. or something? Yeah, they're adding some stuff to the to the map we have right now. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm gonna play that all day tomorrow. Still, just the one map. 
Wow. Bro, we got two maps. Ooh. Not <laughs> Whatever. It's Apex News. I'm excited. So come play Apex with me tomorrow. Okay. Or, we'll play Overwatch. Or, uh, what's your what's your what's your gamer tag? It's a uh, childish. No, it's Demon Thirteen Angel. That's oh, right. Xbox. Real Xbox. question. Yes. Would y'all play Overwatch? Yes. No. I have it. Let's play. <laughs> I've been kind of wanting to play. <laughs> yeah, you have it on. You have it on Xbox, right? Yeah, it's on Switch. I have it on. I have it on both. Oh well, I'm not. I'm not I'm buying not it to play on Switch. I'm not playing Overwatch. I will play it on system. I I own it on two systems. I'm not buying it on a third, but I'll play it on Xbox or PC. No, happily. They have that. Um, they have Echo, that new character. I want to try. No, we should organize a uh, you know, community play event. Let us know what games you'd want to play with us, and uh, we can play on one of the like 15 maps that it has. Yeah, you know, and the you know all the different varied characters with their, you know, interesting lore. There's more than four characters. Yeah, it's weird. Whoa, we have we have twelve. I think each other relax. Y'all got twelve. That's, That's good. That's wild. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um. I, I. It's uh. We're like forty-five minutes deep. Uh. So, uh. I'm not okay with this. Is what we're here to talk about. Uh, we, were, we were supposed to do this episode, golly, a while ago. It, we keep we kept having to bump it for other like two weeks ago. No, I think it was earlier than that wasn't it like the first time we were supposed to do it was like i feel like a month ago back when we were recording in person and then it got bumped for something else and then because the, i don't know it doesn't matter but uh anyway um i am not okay with this uh is that on netflix when did it come out dylan maybe a month ago okay i remember talking about it as it came out but i can't i don't have any concept of time right now i know i don't know it, what what day of the week it is, or what time it came up February twenty sixth. Okay, and it's based on a comic um, of the same name. Um, the synopsis is: Sydney is a teenage uh, teenage girl navigating the trials and tribulations of high school while dealing with the complexities of her family, her budding sexuality, and mysterious superpowers just beginning to awaken deep within her. And we Sydney is played by Sophia Lillis, uh, who you will know from it. Who played young Bev. And you would also recognize uh, Wyatt, Wyatt Olaf, playing Stanley Barber, who also played Stanley in It. So, you know, not a big, not a big change there. Um, and also starring people that I don't know. Uh, yeah. Sophia Bryant as Dina. Uh, Aiden, oh boy. Yep. Go ahead. Nope, I'm good on that one. And some other people as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I went into this uh, with not having read the comic, not knowing anything about the show. I didn't watch a trailer and Dylan said, Hey, this thing is coming out or do you want to do a show on this based on the comic? I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Why not? And I went in 100% blind. Um, you didn't watch the trailer. Nope. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Nope. Um, I, I actively tried not to, to, to avoid That's the way to go. Yeah. I loved it. So obviously uh, we will do some spoilers for this show, but, there is a it's a very low commitment to watch this it's like two hours and 40 minutes to watch mm-hmm. there's seven episodes yeah. the whole this one is like 28 minutes yeah there's one that's 20 to 30 mm-hmm. it's crazy um so what was your expectations for the show uh dylan i mean i saw the trailer before so i knew that there were superpowers was that a surprise for you uh yes that's pretty cool. I wish I'd had that experience, you know? Yeah, yeah I was uh, like, whoa, this, this is what this is? But I, I knew it was by the, this guy who did this other show I like on Netflix called um, The End of the Effing World. Right. Oh, word. Yeah. That's uh, so the same, sh- same showrunner and director and a lot of the same like production from that show. And yeah, you can kind the, of tell. Have you, did you watch it? I watched the episode, but you, they have the same kind of, not aesthetic, but like feel to oh, it. Oh, they totally do. They, they look very similar visually. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I have not watched mm-hmm. the MVFing world, but um, they do look very it's similar. It's really good. Doesn't that also but have the, Sophia Lillis in it as well? No. No? It's British. Oh, okay. Um, but the guy who wrote, the, that's also based on a comic, and it's the same guy who wrote this comic. Um, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Charles Forsman. He wrote okay. both comics, so it's clearly one 
was really popular and they're like, let's try that same exact formula again, you know, and see if it right. works. So I was expecting it to be like that show. And I was, I was right. It's a lot like it just with, with powers and less British. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ron? What were your expectations going into this? Uh, other than watching the trailer, I had no other expectations. Uh, I haven't read the book. I should, probably should have since I had so much time. Right. Um, but we'll talk about the book later. I don't really like the art. It's not my cup of tea. Sure. So it's hard for me to read, read that book. But, um, yeah, no, I was, I was super excited to watch it. I, I don't think I would have watched it without watching the trailer. Yeah, I hadn't read the book either. I read it after watching the show. Um, I see what you mean about the art, though. Have you seen what the art looks like, Michael? Yes, it is. It's very, it's like peanuts, kind of. Yeah, right. It was definitely. It's, it's like it's a comic. Yeah, it reminds me of like Popeye. Oh yeah, um, it's a lot like that. But it's like it takes like twenty minutes to read the whole graphic novel. It's really, really. There's like not a lot of words and very simple art and big blocky. Like the words are huge, you know. So it's just yeah, like a really it's like quick new read. strip stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean you know yeah I, I i get where ron's coming from because like i'm i'm kind of the same way like if i really don't resonate with the art it is tough to watch or tough to read rather um yeah but i really really liked this show i went into it like a, like i said completely blind um and i i really loved it um you watched it really quick too right i did i watched one sitting uh, no, I watched it in two settings. I watched the first. Okay. There's seven episodes. I watched the first five in one day. No, no, oh, I did. Wow. I want no. I watched it all in one day, but two separate sittings. Interesting. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I watched. I watched most of it in the morning. Like, I got up really early one day, just watched the whole thing, uh, except for the last two episodes, and watched the last two later that day. It was great. Absolutely loved it. Dylan, so you read the comic. How does it compare? Um, is there a lot that's different? Or is it just they expand more since the comic is kind of short? Yeah, the comic is basically just the highlights of the show. Like, her name said she has powers. This is her friend. It, it's just like, it's very short, like I said, you know? And sure. the first season adapts the whole graphic novel. Oh, um, wow. But they change some things. It's The graphic novel is darker, I think. Um Okay. I don't know. In the graphic novel, she she kills her father to like put him out of his misery. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and then at the end of the graphic novel, she kills herself because she's like worried about, you know, hurting people. Oh right. wow! That's super dark. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Jeez. but it it's kind of the same thing. She, how much are we spoiling for the show? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, if you, well, we don't have a ton of time left, so like. You know, I feel like you've gotten your content worth. If you if you don't want the entire show spoiled for you, turn it off now. There okay. You know, come back and listen to it at the end. There's not, you know. So, yeah, the whole thing. So, it's the same thing. She um, figures out she has powers. She's in love with her best friend. She kills her best friend's boyfriend. It's Ooh. much less uh, cinematic, though. She just kind of, it's kind of like the nosebleed thing. But I think, like, his... He just dies, you know. He doesn't like pop like sure. a ripple, sure, like sure, in sure. the uh, in the show. But yeah, I didn't really enjoy. I wouldn't say I enjoyed the graphic novel. Really, Sorry. it's one of those times where the show is better. What? A plus, I guess. Yeah, um, they. The- I don't. I don't see why they needed to license something for the show. You know, like if you're gonna follow it loosely, a lot of the dialogue is word for word, though. Oh really? Like, do you guys remember the the first line of the show? She's like, "Dear diary, f you" or something like that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, also, she doesn't say f. I'm sure everyone knows that. But, <laughs> right. Um, a lot of the dialogue I recognize because I wa- I rewatched the whole show yesterday too. Nice. Um, okay. So a lot of the dialogue is like exactly from that. So I guess that's what they got from it. But I don't know if I had read the book on its own without watching the show, I would have been a little disappointed. Is is that sort of well? You said, you know, why do they need to license it? Like, so would you rather? Would you like them to do or something similar to what was the movie we just recently? I Kill Giants, right? Like how a monster calls is very similar, and like it's like maybe they had the rights to one and didn't. You know what I'm saying? Well, it just seems like the only unique idea is like girl has telekinesis, and even that isn't unique. You know, right? 
It's like carry, you know, like yeah, you can, strong you can carry like vibes. A billion. I also had. I yeah. was getting like uh, John Hughes vibes. I don't know. It felt really. Uh, oh yeah, sure. they did Breakfast Club for that yep. for um, episodes. One of the episodes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and they um, had a lot of John Hughes references and and Carrie references. Like it starts with her running, like covered in blood, like the very first frame of the show. Oh yeah, and I think and they're like, oh, how'd that happen? Like, and then when we did the final episode with the prom, I was like, oh, who's gonna dump blood on her? Right. Little yeah, did I know. I totally expecting it. <laughs> right. That man. That yeah. That final or <laughs> boy. Yeah. The prom. Don't expect that or no? no? No, not even. Because at that point, no, I did not expect that to happen. And so, what we're talking about is the, the her friend's boyfriend, who is just like a really terrible guy, is reading her basically reading her diary to everyone at prom, and he's yep. gotten through all the parts about her being in love with her best friend, his girlfriend. Now he's moving on to the telekinesis part, and she just gets so mad at him throughout the show. She has outbursts anytime she's mad like her powers manifest in some way mm. but in this at this time he's about to say that you know reveal her powers and then she's like pops his head like a like a blueberry or something he just kind of explodes you know it was wild that I liked yeah. it it was good that was crazy i i did not see that coming at all um but i i thought the i thought sophia lillis was very good in this uh she and mm-hmm. wyatt i mean she she was definitely the, the the star of the show but sure. i did i liked that you sort of got to spend time with a lot of the other side characters too which is amazing and something so short to be able to develop uh multiple characters and make m- multiple characters be interesting and not just um the the prime character but i really liked sophia lillis and uh wyatt olaf i thought they were very good in this i thought he was think, he was definitely my favorite part really he was definitely the comic i don't know he took a type of character that I normally hate in movies and stuff and made them likable. What type of character is just, that? I don't know. Just like the nonconformist, like oh, cool guy. Right. You remember Tim- Timothy Chalamet and Lady Bird? Yes. Or he's a- like Augustus that, from... but likable. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I thought he did a really good job. I thought they both did. Her character too. I normally don't like the... Or it's just been played out. The teenage girl who has like emotional outbursts all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, like in general, just like crappy to everyone around her, you know? Yeah. But you, you don't hate her at the same time. So I thought they did a really good job of that. And her friend Dina was fine. She was likable. Right. Yeah. She was fine for her parts, you know? I agree. I, I, I really liked the acting. I thought the characters were uh, all interesting. Um, so Jonathan Entwistle is the director of all the episodes, I believe, and the showrunner. So yeah, that was really nice because it made it feel very cohesive. And I, I definitely appreciated that. I feel like they truly could like cut it as a movie, you know? Oh, 100%. They definitely could have. Yeah. Most definitely. Would you have preferred it like that? Do you think? Um, you think it might've been, maybe it would have gotten more attention. Yeah. If it was a movie. I agree. You know? I agree. I feel like this kind of went under the radar. I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. I hope it gets a season two because it's it, they're the talking about it. But... There's it's um I believe it Netflix is okay to it. Oh, okay, um, cool. I, I saw an article about that earlier. Uh yeah. It has a uh release yeah, date. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. It has been renewed. Well um, we don't early, know about the date, but yeah. Uh twenty twenty one. Yeah, well, we have a window of a year. We'll see. Sure. But um I'm I'm I expect it to come out. I I I liked it a lot. I think there's a lot of places they can go with it. I could this. deal with it being longer. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh yeah, they can they can definitely make it longer. But I don't know. I think that's the the beauty of this show is that it's not that long. So you just come in and get out, you know? I'd like to see Small um, commitment. a show like this maybe take uh, like adopt the Sherlock model of having few like a few episodes but have them be feature length like Sherlock does like four episodes but they're all an hour and a half you know sure mm-hmm. I think that could work really well well for a show like this so the, the BBC British TV mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well Sherlock specifically does the the feature length like Luther does 
you know, short seasons and normal length episodes, which is annoying. It's like, Luther's back for three episodes. Thanks. <laughs> um, but anyway, they could do the opposite of that though. They could, you know how Sherlock is in theaters sometimes or like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Who. Mm-hmm. They could like just cut this together and, I don't know. I feel like you could put it like a Fathom event or something like that. I, I would totally go see this as a Fathom event. I think you, you could probably, you'd probably only lose like 10, 10, 15 minutes off of it to, to make it work as a, as a movie. It wouldn't be hard. Cause there's not a like clear start and end to every episode either. No. Like every episode mm-hmm. ends on a cliffhanger. So right. it's just all tied together anyway. Exactly. Um, I thought the music was really good. The score, uh, by Graham Coxon. I enjoyed it. The cinematography from Justin Brown uh, was good. I, th- I loved the visuals of the show. I thought it looked really good. The um, score, um, I don't know, I was, I was looking him up on Wikipedia and he's the guitarist for Blur. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. Okay, so I wonder. So Jonathan Entwistle, um, I don't know anything about him as a person. Um, but John Antwistle uh, was a musician from England and Blur is an English rock band. So I don't know if like maybe Jonathan Entwistle is in some capacity related. I assume he's not. It's the same person. No, no. Jonathan Entwistle is old and, and dead. <laughs> so oh. he's from, uh, he's a bass player. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, I, I'm sure there's no actual relation there, but uh interesting um what do you think about the effects i thought they were used there's only a few you know right a lot of it is just like practical like throwing stuff around but there's a few vfx shots that i thought were really good yeah i thought they they definitely played into their budget very well you know um so how let's how do we how do we we don't score netflix shows what would we what would we say this is like a I'd, watch or pass watch or pass mm-hmm. i'd say mm-hmm. i'd say it's worth a binge you can do it in one sitting and it probably yeah, serves the movie or the the, the show better to watch show it better yeah. if you can now watch it like you're watching a movie just sit there yep. and just it's only it two hours and 40 minutes it's less than endgame the endgame movie mm-hmm. you know that's that's how dylan i mean i was already gonna do it anyway but he sold it to me by saying that's like oh wow <laughs> that really is a very low commitment you're right because normally we, it's like a big commitment to do a season review when we do them, you know? Right. Right. Like, like only like eight Witcher hour episodes. Right. Yeah. Right. Like The Witcher. Or episodes for eight hours. Tales from the Loop or whatever it is. Oh, are you guys watching that now? I, I guess we shouldn't talk yeah, about it now, I, I but am. I'm liking it. I'm going to put it over just a little bit before we do our episode on it. But my goodness, the cinematography in that show is so yeah. good. Every shot not every shot but most shots look like the paintings that the, that the movie that the uh it's based on mm-hmm. if you, i don't know if you've looked through the, the the book at all dylan yeah i've looked it's, up the paintings it's great first episode gets you in it's awesome love it on that we're gonna be doing a show on that coming up so stay tuned for that but um, so watch it now if you want to follow along when we right. actually review it and we played it in our on our we played tales from the loop last week on discord and it went really well. And hopefully we're, we'll get, I'll get Robert to run it again. Because it, it was a big hit. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, what else? I, I, think, I think if you haven't watched the show by now and you're still listening to this, even knowing... Well, we, didn't give, we only gave away like the ending spoiler, right? Like, mm-hmm. th- it's There's still so much happens in the middle watching. that you don't know about. Yeah. 100% worth watching. So only seven episodes, two hours What was your favorite minutes. episode? So oh. um, I have mine. Mine's the detention episode. I think that was my favorite one. Um, that was a good one. I liked. I liked having all those characters play play with each other. I, I think so too. That one. Um, I don't know. They all kind of blend together for me. I don't have a favorite episode. Plus, I, I like the uh, the library scene at the end. Oh of the yeah. Episode. So, at the beginning of the next episode, I like. I liked it when Stan was trying to get detention. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was a funny one. Yeah. Very good. Um. I think the the last one was probably my favorite. I don't know. It's, it's either say. be the detention episode or the last one. Yeah, the prom one. Word. Deepest Word. darkest secret. The episode names are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, pretty good. Episode one is Dear Diary. Episode two is the Master of One F, uh, but not One F. 
Uh, <laughs> episode three, the party's over. Episode four, stand by me. Uh, and then another day in paradise. Then number six, uh, like father, like daughter. And then deepest, darkest secret. They, this show's great. It is one of the best shows I think we've reviewed in a long time. Um, really, really worth it, your time. It's no Witcher. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, it, do, it doesn't have. Where's the song? There's no breakout song, so I don't care. That's true. Right though. Um, we also played The Witcher on Sunday. That was great. Last Sunday, uh, that was really fun. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, but if you want to catch up uh, with what we're doing, make sure you can watch uh, Tales from a Loop. We'll get. We're going to be reviewing that at some point, point. Uh, and. I guess we'll we'll leave next week's episode as a surprise. Um, but anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. Make sure you go and give us that review. Really helps us out. Later, guys. It's Rowan. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.